the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And welcome to Friday. Uh, we made it through another week. We got a, a lot of economic, well, not a lot, but we've got jobs numbers to talk about. Wages to talk about. We've got a, a big rally today. Yesterday we had profit taking. Uh, today just the opposite uh, as gold and silver. Uh, really, gold, silver, the stock market, uh, platinum, palladium, pretty much about, just about it. Oil, J- Jason, you name it, it's up today. Up, oh, Jason's muted. Jason is muted. So uh, we're still working on it. We we we've got a, a lot of uh, different buttons. Uh, that that we're pushing here, uh, so we'll, we'll get it we'll get it working here. Still can't hear you, Jason. So uh, as we work on this, we had the jobs data come out today. Uh, this is the government's number. So you know, the first week of every month, this is what we get. Uh, so Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, uh, ADP had a big number. Well, I don't know, a big two hundred fifty thousand uh, first time jobless claims seasonally adjusted was low, unseasonally adjusted, not so much. But today uh, we got the government's jobs number, and, well, it was in line. A, a little over 200,000 jobs created. So I think that made uh, Wall Street feel a little better. Because remember, as we talked about, this is all about jobs. How many jobs are going to be lost? So we're still in job creation mode, uh, but all bit a little slower pace than what we've seen in previous months. They, they've, re, they, they've also revised the month uh, down about 7,000 less jobs. The big thing, though, what really got them excited, what really got them excited, it wasn't so much, hey, the amount of, of jobs is, is starting to slow down, uh, that was, I think they took that as a positive, but the big thing was wages. And this is going to be very, very interesting, uh, how this is going to, to shake out. Hey, Jason, there you go. You're back now. Can you hear me, can you hear me now? Okay. Yep. I, 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 wasn't, I, gotcha. I don't know what's going on, but uh, it, it's working. My stuff was working on my end, but I don't know what, what happened. All right. Well, we, we've got it fixed. So the jobs number came out 200 23,000, that was about what they were expecting. They were hoping for a lower number. They revised down the November number to 256,000. So at least we're starting to see the declines in those numbers. But the bigger thing inside of it was wage growth starting to slow. So this is another thing. Now, I view that as a bad thing, right? Obviously, things, you know, prices are still expensive, uh, but it looks like businesses are, are really starting to, to slow down. But uh, the 4.6% annual rate of increase for wages, 
Uh, Jason, that number had been five plus. So uh, once again, uh, Wall Street seems to like that number. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we'll keep following it, Joe. And I was, uh, you, you had made the mention that everything was up today, and that's so why. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of buying. At least, at least there's some sort of buying going on today. Uh, you know, we had a little bit of, of a sell-off yesterday, but uh, I, I like it. I like, I like when there's good days. You know, you can't have all bad days when it comes to the market show, and that's uh, it's a day-by-day situation. Yep, yep. And we had unemployment rate 3.5%. Uh, and Jason, that's down at the lows. Uh, was 3.7 back to 3.5. Uh, this jobs market, you know, it's interesting, uh, you know, how positive they're trying to accept this number. But when I'm looking at this number, I, I, I'm not seeing a whole lot of positives. I mean, job creation, yes, it's slowed, but that unemployment rate's low. Uh, wages, you know, that 4.6%, we'll see. Uh, I, I don't think that, uh, you know, in January, there's, what, 20-some states, Arizona being one, Colorado being one, uh, over 20-plus states that are raising the minimum wage. So when you look at that, that that's going to be Another factor, you know, I'm, I'm assuming anyway, when you got about half the country wait, raising the minimum wage, are we going to see wage growth? Then again, though, here in Arizona, the, the wages now go over to a little over $13 an hour. Nobody can hire anybody for $13 an hour. I think Colorado's got the same deal. Yeah, minimum wage went up. Colorado had a whole lot of brand-new laws that rolled in. I, I talked to Joe briefly about it. Uh, and 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 I could be wrong. So if anybody wants to correct me, you can you can uh, email me in or something. But I, I think we're 13.65 minimum wage, and I think Denver, if I, if I saw this right on the news, they have a 17.65 minimum wage. And Joe, I, I don't know if that's going to hold. I think they might just keep raising it even next year. Well, it, it'll be interesting how that plays out. But this is this is how Wall Street perceived the number. Uh, the the gold market gold was was up. Uh, a little bit heading into this report. It kind of spiked up after the report. Then it kind of fell back and then actually really took off. Matter of fact, gold's up $27, uh, but really took off when uh, we got uh, other economic data out about where the economy is headed and, and some of the biggest drops in orders Going back to the pandemic, so uh, you know that that that, uh, that March, April, May during 2020 kind of skewed all these numbers, but new orders uh, for our factories that are still here dropped to the lowest level since uh, we shut down the economy. <laughs> I think we're good for the second segment, Joe. I'm just trying to figure out why I was uh, why the why the uh, false start, right? <laughs> Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason wrapping up this week here. Uh, gold's up twenty seven eighteen sixty seven. Silver is up fifty two cents right now. Uh, just under twenty four dollars. Uh, copper continuing its rally. We talked about copper yesterday. Up another five cents three eighty seven. The Dow's up 550. Yeah, wow, they are, man, they are really excited 
uh, about the Fed hopefully not raising rates very much. Unfortunately for Wall Street, sooner or later, they've got to pay attention to what the earnings that are going to be coming in at. Uh, but but uh, that's irregardless. The S&P up 60, the Nasdaq up 149. Uh, and if you're looking at all of this market volatility and you're saying, you know what, I'm tired of riding the, the, the roller coaster, that's Wall Street. Uh, I'm tired of politics. I mean, look, we can't even get a, a Speaker of the House. You want a high rate of return, and you don't want to worry about it. You don't want to, well, guess what happened today? Did, did something bad happen? Did something break today? Did, did some crypto blow up today? Or did, did some uh, bank all of a sudden have uh, money problems? If you want to put all that away, get a high rate of return, check out our friends at InvestYRefi, investyrefi.com. The word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y dot com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24, 888-Y-REFI-24. Let them know Joe and Jason sent you. But Jason, interesting reactions from the market the last two days. Yesterday they weren't happy, right, because ADP said, hey, we created more jobs, uh, and then jobless claims seasonally adjusted appeared low. Uh, today, they're happy. Uh, and, and again, you know, ADP said, like, what, like 250? The government said 223. I mean, that's kind of like the same number, isn't it? Uh, but the, really, they were happy uh, about wages. And I guess they were happy about the fact that we had a huge drop in orders for businesses. Yeah, well, I guess that would uh, start paving the way for these job losses that they're craving, which I still can't believe here we are in, the, in this, you know, the year 2023, and, and, and we, we have uh, an agency that's pushing hard to, to get millions of people fired. It's, it's, it's just hard to even, you know, you stop to think about it, Joe, it's crazy. But, yeah, I guess orders down, I guess that means the firing of jobs is coming, right? I get what. That's what would tell me. And, of course, uh, you have our central bankers out there cheerleading for job losses. I mean, it, it, it truly is uh, extraordinary times. But, yeah, the, the ISM service sector, this is the one, I guess, survey report that the government does that hasn't been in negative territory. It now is, came in at 496 Jason, it was supposed to be 55, so th this was a very big miss. November, to give you an idea, November was still at 56 and a half. It is the biggest drop since May of 2020. Of course, we know that was uh, the COVID lockdowns. Uh, but the biggest piece in there is not only was business slower than usual, uh, it really had to do with a big shift. And, and a dramatic slowdown in orders, uh, which to me says, hey, get ready. I, I would imagine that the next step, if that continues, is we got to lay people off. And I think you're going to see a lot more companies uh, in that position as we go, Joe. We, we know the small businesses, especially with this inflation, they're, they're going to feel the heat the most. We, we covered a lot on inflation this week. We talked a lot about the prices well, where the prices have been or where they've been going, especially 2021, 2022. In 2023, I, I, I still, I actually see some prices of some goods going down this year. I see, I see 
some deflation in some some areas, but I think we're going to get whipped right back into inflation shortly after. This will be the killer of small businesses that don't know how to price in these sort of movements in the market show. So I think uh, you, what you're describing there, we're going to have a lot more companies having to deal with these situations as, as 2023 moves along. Yeah, we, and we've got uh, some more layoffs out today. Uh, I don't know. Uh, cyber broker Genesis has cut 30% of its staff. It's warning about a bankruptcy filing. Uh, Jason, I, I'm just going to tell people right now, this is my opinion. I don't have any inside information or anything like that. I think Bitcoin and Ethereum may be the only two survivors by the time uh, the government's done regulating uh, in, in all of these other things. I'd be very, very careful. All you crypto people out there, be careful uh, because there's still a lot of fallout to come. How about Apple telling its suppliers, hey, stop, start making less. We need less iPhones. We, let, we need less uh, earbuds. We need less computers. Uh, they're nutting their, their, no, their, their suppliers know to start building fewer components. Now, Apple doesn't really... I don't, you know, really make anything here, but it's just an example of, of what we're uh, are seeing as far as this slowdown goes. Even Cisco today, not the Cisco, not the meat company, not the not the company that delivers to restaurants. Cisco Systems, you know, they do the routers and all that stuff. They said they're going to cut 700 jobs in California. So, Jason, we're starting to see a trickle here with these layoffs. Yeah, and, and just like I said a minute ago, I, I, I think, uh, and, and we've been, you've been looking at it much more uh, closely than I have. Uh, this is what the Fed is, is aimed for. They vocally said this is what they want. So, uh, you know, it's interesting how many people are moving out of California and New York uh, over 2022. Huge amounts of people moving out of there. Joe, I mean, once again, I, I, I've said it before. I think the the jobs numbers are a little bit skewed. I think with uh, the pandemic in 2020 and 2021, it, it, there was this huge market crater, and then the markets kind of came back, and, the, and yet all the uh, supply disruptions and, and the markets were just weird. And I think a lot of <clears throat> a lot of employers, excuse me, <clears throat> they made it so that uh, hey, we we want to be in a position to where we can put the hours down on our employees. We want to be able to increase the hours on our employees. We want to be malleable because in 2021, Joe, uh, how many times did we talk about how Nobody could find the people they needed to hire to catch back up when the things got heated up. So I, I think it's it's a very difficult job for the Fed to get the job losses they need because there's a lot of businesses that are kind of prepared for just lowering and upping the hours as needed by the market. I mean, the market is responding to the the uh, the panic of 2020 and 2021, Joe. Yeah, and it's going to be uh, really curious how all of this works you know i've never and and i like i said i've been doing this 20 years i've never seen uh the the central bank cheerlead for job losses and here's why that's scary because look at look at all the their predictions right uh talking about inflation being transitory uh how what gdp growth and i'm not just talking about inflation obviously that was an easy one but 
really, in the 20 years, they've never really been right. Go back to Ben Bernanke uh, in the housing market had a little froth in it, and it's just a subprime problem. Alan, go back to the 90s, Alan Greenspan telling us we were going to pay off the national debt by 2010, and we didn't have to worry about Social Security, right? I mean, they've been so horrible at these predictions. Why would anyone in their right mind think, that the Federal Reserve is going to be able to miraculously create just a couple million job losses. Here's my fear. They're so out of touch with what's really happening. They want two or three million people to lose their jobs. Why do I get a feeling that it could be 20 to 30 million? Uh, You could definitely see much more than three million, Joe. I I, I don't know about 20 million, uh, but (laughs) you could easily see a much bigger number. Because right, I mean, by the time I mean by the time they figure out, uh, you know, what's going on in the economy, it's too late. Well, yeah, and I think, like, like I said earlier about uh, how the jobs uh, numbers are a little skewed and a little different situation. These companies are going to go bare bones as, as as they need to before they just cut and slash or even go bankrupt. So I think we haven't reached the uh, these companies that are, are still running, but they haven't gotten down to, hey, hey, how about part-time? I need you 10 hours a week. Because once again, Joe, the, the, the strain of a small business or a medium-sized business having to hire people, you don't really want to get rid of people because things are tough. You just want to you want to be ready because the ups and downs have, have been miraculous since 2020. It's been it's been uh, quite the, the uh, roller coaster ride when it comes to jobs. I think everyone's, you know, the businesses that are in trouble are going to go bare bones here in the next few months. Uh, maybe by February or March, and then then you'll start to see the apocalypse of businesses going under or just slashing jobs like crazy just to survive, Joe. Yeah, well, auto sales, we've got the number, the yearly number, so we're starting to see some of these numbers trickle in here. Auto sales, 13.7 million vehicles in 2022. Jason, that's the lowest number since 2011, uh, an 8% decrease uh, a lot of companies saw decreases of 20 percent or more but here's what's interesting so think about this we sold the least amount of cars going back to 2011 remember 2011 that was when gold gold hit its high wall street was still recovering right so we we are just starting to come out of the financial crisis uh, so you can kind of understand, okay, that's a pretty low number, but even despite how low the number is, the number of, of auto loans where the borrower is paying a $1,000 a month or more surged to a new all-time record high. And, Jason, think about this, 15% of all auto loans now comprise a payment of more than a thousand dollars a month, and they said the typical. And I don't know how do you define a typical. My guess is they're probably saying the average uh, car payment was over seven hundred dollars, seventeen seven hundred and seventeen dollars a month in the fourth quarter. So where would that go? So, so is this is this going to get more of that uh, in the first quarter, second quarter, Georgia? More? Do you think much more severe? I mean, where where, how, where will it go in the in the first quarter of 2023? Well, it's going to go up because interest rates are still rising. Because I mean, really, this is what's happened. When you say, "Well, gosh, how how did it get so high?" Well, we went from zero percent Fed's funds rate to you know, if you believe Neil Kashkari, hey, it's going to be uh, 5.4 percent. So. 
obviously the the average car payment is definitely going to rise until the Fed stops raising rates. Even if car prices don't rise anymore, the, the, the fact of the matter is the payment's still going to be more. And, 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 of course, at least right now, according to the car industry, dude, prices are still rising there. They, they haven't passed through all the price increases yet. Right, Joe. That this is why I think the uh, the, the the bull whip is something we may see this yeah, year and into next year and so on, where things are going to go down for a little bit. I really do believe prices on things are going to go down here uh, in the next few months. Not everything, you know. Food, I think, will stay very very high priced. And then I think uh, just about the time you have Biden on TV and the Fed talking about how they're we're getting a grasp on on inflation, then suddenly I think it's, I think this year it starts going back up and that CPI starts to go back up late this year, middle to late this year. And then they're in trouble, Joe. And I don't, I don't think they're going to raise the rates. Even if the inflation goes back up, I think they don't raise the rates again. I don't know how much lower car sales can go. I mean, that's a pretty low number. 13 million really, really, it's a, it's a low number. Uh, well, Joe, you know, it's interesting. I was driving through Longmont the other day. My my point is, even with the low number, they still had all this inflation. Uh, what if this number goes, listen, I don't think it's going back to 17, 18, 19 million, but what if it goes to 15 million, 16 million? Uh, are they going to have, oh no, the supply chain problems. I, I don't know. It's a weird, it's another one of those head scratchers. We had Gene Kuntz on Wednesday, uh, who hasn't really talked much about car sales, talking about car sales, right? I, I was driving through Longmont the other day. There's this one used car lot on Main Street, uh, and I was driving by. I've seen this. This place has been around a while, Joe. I, I can't believe how they had the car stacked in there. I've never seen so many cars in this car lot. It was completely overloaded with cars, Joe. No, that's because, I mean, you got $1,000 a month you can shell out, because if not, you're, you're not in luck. We'll be back. After- We're back here, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, uh, live on this Friday, and, and it's just a lot of interesting things, and you can kind of see, you know, where Wall Street's coming from as far as, hey, we've got a lot of, of signs that that things are getting, uh, continuing to slow, right? We slow a little bit more, slow a little more, slow a little more, and eventually you're in a recession, right? And, and eventually uh, the Federal Reserve, who at least through this week, Jason, has continued to say, listen, we're going to keep raising rates, and it's going to be higher for longer. Uh, we did have Bullard come out yesterday. Uh, he doesn't have a vote, so it doesn't really matter. This is kind of what they do. Hey, the guys that don't vote, because not all Fed governors vote uh, every meeting. Uh, the guys that don't vote, they can say nice things, and the guys that do vote, I guess they can be hawkish. Um, he said... That, that, yeah, there's a chance I'll stop raising rates in 2023. But the one thing that they have definitely not said, they're, they're, they're trying to convince everybody that they're not going to cut rates. I think that I agree with that completely. That's exactly what I think is going to happen. I, 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 at some point they'll stop, but I don't see in 2023 them cutting the rates, Joe. I just don't see it. They, I think they need, they have this uh, policy in place uh, of, Take an action and then wait and see. So uh, they made it pretty, made it kind of easy for us to follow because in 2022, that's when they started raising rates. They didn't start at late 2023. 
I remember when they started raising rates, I think it was uh, December of 2015. So we, they raised the rates in 2016, but they, they did a little bit at the very end of 2015. This time they just raised the rates in 2022. Uh, we'll see how many times they raise it in 2023. And then I think they stop. And I think when they stop raising the rates, no matter what it does, Joe, it'll, it'll just sit there for a while. I mean, I, what, what day is it in February when they, when they raise the rates again? My feeling it's is if it's the, a half say, a point, wanna, Joe, It's either February 1st or February 2nd. It's the, that, that first Wednesday in February uh, is, is the, is the meeting that we're going to get the announcement. So they, the, it starts, the meeting starts on Tuesday. The announcement is on Wednesday. And I want to say that, I want to say February 1st. It may be the 2nd. It's, it's the 1st is, the, is a Wednesday. And I'll say yeah. right now, if it is a half a point, I bet the market's really uh, – uh, the rest of that week and next week, uh, the week after, I think you see a lot of bad stuff. I, I don't think it'll be super bad, you know, uh, crash of the markets, but I think you see a lot of red days the next uh, the next week and a half after that because I, I don't think the markets are going to want to see another half point, Joe. I think they need to see the quarter point so they can feel like they can throw money in the market. So so if it's a half a point, and what you're telling me today makes it sure sound like that half point that you're take, thinking is going to happen on February 1st. And, and again, only because the Fed, as Jason has pointed out, listen, they've been really, you know, whether or not their message is the right message, right? We, which obviously none of us believe that it is. But we can, if the one thing we can say about the Jay Powell Fed, they, 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 they deliver on the message that they send out. So think about that whole year when they kept trying to convince everybody inflation was transitory. Even though all the data said, you guys are nuts, he was able to somehow convince all, you got to remember, all these Fed governors were voting right along with him. Uh, and they they really were very slow to react, but they said they were going to be slow to react. Of course, that allowed Wall Street to get to 37,000, right? I mean, that allowed the S&P, what did the S&P get up to, like 4,500? I mean, something crazy like that, uh, because they were still pumping it up. But they've been very deliberate in their message, and right now, they're, you know, they they made it very clear they were going to go to 50 basis points in December, which they've done. And at least so far, I mean, it's already what the 6th of January, so we're we're only what let's call it three weeks or so, a little over three weeks away here from the next rate hike. And they again, they've done nothing to say it's going to be anything than 50 basis points. So that's why I'm like, yeah, okay. Now, the only thing that I think they could view as positive, if Jay Powell in the February meeting, I'm convinced they're raising 50 basis points. If he starts talking about the economy slowing down and job losses, and again, so far we haven't seen any job losses. So you can't talk about job losses till we see job losses. Uh, and right now, like I said, I don't know that we're going to see enough job losses by the February meeting, but if they are starting to, to soften their stance and say, hey, we may start going 25 basis points for the March meeting, then maybe Wall Street will like it. But I don't know that if that will happen or not. Yeah, I, I was thinking a quarter point, Joe. I, I think if the CPI comes in lower, and I don't know when our, our CPI number is next week, I think, uh, and – and if that comes in lower, which I know it, I, I'm convinced it's going to be lower for the next few months, uh, I thought that, well, we'll just do the quarter point in February. But uh, 
from Bullard and, and um, from what what we're hearing from the Fed, I guess I guess we got another half point, Joe. It's just it looks like you're going to be right on this one. I was I was convinced they were going to really uh, ease back, but uh, this might be the last half point one. This is going to be right. I, I think the comments uh, after the meeting are going to be really really important. Uh, if Jay Powell is dovish, listen, you're going to see gold skyrocket. Right, we're watching the stair step. Look at what gold did. From 75 basis points to 50. Imagine what gold's going to do from 50 to 25, or potentially, Jason. I actually think in March we may go uh, 50 again, and then go to zero. Right? I mean, we could take a big step. So I, I really, uh, somewhere between February and the March meeting, we're going to have that next big leg up in gold. But Jason, some data just crossed right. To what you were saying about jobs. Hey, businesses don't want to fire people. They don't because, listen, it was hard getting workers. We know this. for uh, Since COVID, it was hard to get workers, so you try to keep them on. Inside of the numbers, today's jobs number, full-time jobs fell 1,000 jobs. Part-time jobs plus 679,000. So you got to imagine that about 230,000 people hired some part-time workers. And then, Jason, it looks like potentially 400,000 workers who were working full-time got their hours cut to part-time. That's exactly what I uh, what I see happening, Joe. Uh, there's There's – just people that I've been talking to, uh, kind of verifying that guy. I had one guy that I knew, uh, talked about how he was at 50 hours a week, got put down to 40 hours a week. I, I knew another person who was at 32, sort of the, sort of the full-time, part-time thing, got cut down to 20 hours. Uh, people that have multiple jobs, they're really being cut back. But, uh, you know, that, that's the whole thing. You cut them back as far as you can, and then the job loss. Because once you got someone down to like 10 hours a week, or, or even five hours a week, the next step is just to get rid of them, right? Yeah, yeah. Hours work also down. That makes sense, right? If you're going from full-time to part-time, hours work are going down, which means you're taking home less. Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Picture Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason. Uh, we have... Gold up today, silver uh, up, silver now up almost 60 cents here, uh, getting ready to reclaim $24.2398. We've got rolls of silver dimes, they're at $110 a roll, rolls of silver eagles. This is the lowest premium that we've seen on silver eagles in a couple of years here. At seven hundred and thirty dollars at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two and you know Robert Kiyosaki yesterday said he don't be shocked to see seventy five dollars silver I mean fifty's the all time high and, and Jason it is the one thing you know it's kind of interesting uh, it's the one metal and 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 really going back to the financial crisis probably the one, maybe the only metal. That hasn't taken out its previous all-time high uh, from there, and I'm talking about them all. You know, copper, lead, uh, aluminum, right? Gold, silver, platinum. You know, palladium. 
uh, all of these other metals. Silver is the only one that hasn't done it. Uh, I, I'll say this. I don't know about $75. I hope Robert's wrong on that. But I'll, I'll say this. Silver's going to take out its all-time high uh, before 2030 rolls around. And, and, and quite honestly, it could be before 2025. Yeah, I think that it, it could easily take out the all-time high uh, uh, this year, Joe. I, I, it's just there's a, there's a few factors, I guess, involved, but it would seem the way things are setting up, the the, the timing of everything uh, between housing to the rates to the inflation, I mean, uh, the, the jobs, all of this seems to be setting up uh, for, for quite the, uh, the at least the mini emergency economically, uh, if not a, a, a major emergency. I, I still think that Joe, this is they're really trying to, you know, that they keep saying soft landing uh, is a soft landing, just grinding slow crash. That's it feels like that we're involved in right now. Uh, but I still think silver in in a slow grinding market downturn, we could still see uh, record highs. Maybe we don't see 75 this year, Joe. Uh, maybe uh, Robert Kiyosaki's a little off on his timing, but by next year, I would say guaranteed. I mean, by, by the time this presidential election comes in 2024. I think you see gold and silver in all-time highs and uh, maybe not going below that. Yeah, and, you, and remember, he had a price target of $3,800 on gold as well. Uh, still got $20 gold pieces, $2,115 this morning. And, Jason, remember, I, I, I like to at least point out the, the, the shorter things uh, in the markets because a lot of trading done with computers, done with all – uh, algorithms and things of that nature. We're looking for 1878 uh, in gold. Gold crosses 1878. Uh, they, then we're setting ourselves up for for 1900 and really the next support level because 1900 is more psychological. 1910 uh, is the next level, and then then we're starting to talk about 1950, and then and then we start talking about all time highs at that point. And silver, which, which by the way, the March silver contract now above twenty-four dollars. We want to, see, we need to see uh, silver uh, close above twenty-four seventy-five, and then we start talking about twenty-five, and then twenty-five seventy-five. Talk about twenty-six, and then twenty-six seventy-five, and talk about twenty-seven. That's kind of the, the the path for silver. And the one thing that I think uh, Robert is is really banking on. The inventory levels that the COMEX and the London Exchange, silver inventory levels, gold inventory levels, Jason, they're at historically low levels. So any type of spike in demand, could you could really see some outsized pricing happening in both the metals. Yeah, I kind of like the way you set that up. I think that's, that's it's a very logical way of where it's had a Obviously, the one thing that would make it really bump fast would be, you know, what, whatever, whatever emergency pops up. You know, there's always that emergency up. Oh, out of nowhere, this this horrible thing has happened, and then then you see things heat up fast because as soon as there's an emergency, everyone just jumps in. It's like, okay, take advantage. Let's let's really uh, let's really just crash this thing hard. And I mean, look at coronavirus. I mean, 2020, people don't even talk about how bad that was. That was a massive market crash. I remember those movements show how and how fast it was. And then of course, oh hey. Let's just print up 40% of all the money, uh, all the dollars in circulation all at once in 2020 and just fix it all at once by, by, by quantitative easing on a massive scale. Uh, I don't think they're going to be doing that again, Joe. Yeah, and it's going to be, I mean, I, I wish I knew. I mean, I, the, the data 
that isn't the jobs data says hard landing. The jobs data right now is still saying, hey, the economy's strong. You know, uh, uh, and again, as a lot of you know, I know a lot of small business owners. A lot of them fall into that leisure and hospitality, which is where, by the way, once again, Jason, most of the jobs being created, and, and these are your tend to be your lower paying jobs. Uh, they're, they're saying, hey, yep, sales are down, but man, you know what? We're still busy, right? It's it, it, it's not uh, down significantly uh, where you know a lot of them. To your point, Jason. Okay, you know what? I'm cutting some shifts, right? I mean, but but I'm not I'm not letting people go. Uh, right now, you know, and, and people are still making enough money, and maybe I'm cutting some shifts. But uh, one of my one of my buddies, uh, he owns a, a a bar restaurant that that I like to go to. I'm good friends with the chef there, uh, and, and we actually had dinner together last night. And the chef was saying to me, "Hey, when's this slowdown supposed to happen? I, I'm ready for a break, you know. So you know, it's still happening out there." Yeah, and, and, and the inflation, on top of everything, the inflation just makes everything so much worse, Joe. It's in, and, and I don't see any slowing down. I mean, just the, the, the simple things that I'm purchasing, Joe, it's, it's, it is the biggest gorilla that's crashing everything in the room, and uh, everything else seems to just barely trying to be holding together around this inflation. Yep, you, you said it, 800-951-0592. Away. The sooner the better because you're going to pay less. The, the longer you wait, it's, it's just setting up to go higher here. We'll be back with the final segment of the week. 800-951-0592. Final segment here. Uh, Silver Eagles. We've had them on sale all week this week. $730. Uh, you go to like uh, the big online guys. They're as low as $37. Uh, Jason, if you buy three cases, uh, you know, $37 is $740. Of course, if you only want one roll, they want $39, right? We're, we're uh, about as cheap as you get out there at $730. Uh, our rolls of circular, our, our rolls of dimes, these are circulated plus, uh, the, the, these, uh, you know, looking at the, the guys out there, circulated plus dime rolls are, 118 to 120, 125, 130. Uh, you know, we, we don't take, by the way, our rules, we don't take, we don't separate. The, these other companies, they like to get the Merck dimes or the Barber dimes and, and take those out and, and leave you with the, uh, all the other ones. Uh, you get a great mix, uh, here with us. Uh, Jason, it, it really is totally different than, than what a lot of these other places do out there. Uh, but dime rolls at 110, you know, that's 50 silver dimes at 110. And then, of course, the $20 gold pieces, $2,115. Uh, gold's taken back everything from yesterday, plus added some now, uh, up almost $28, $1,868. So about $10 away uh, is next week going to be that week uh, where we, we see that but the next big move, Jason, I think the next big move uh, for, for gold, at least I think. Now, let me throw a caveat. We start seeing massive job cut announcements 
rolling in starting next week. It could be sooner. But I think the next big uh, gold and silver move is going to be when the Fed starts talking about, hey, we're going to slow to a quarter or maybe we're going to stop raising rates altogether. Yeah, and uh, so far the information is leaning towards that half point. So I uh, we'll we'll see how January goes. It might be a, a little bit of a quiet January. We'll see. But uh, anytime you hear that it's quiet, or maybe and for me, I, I I could see that February first, Joe. I could see that where a lot of things going into play all at that time. All that means is you got what well, today the the sixth. Well, you got a couple of weeks, and I would not be waiting. This, you know, dimes at 110 bucks. You know, the, the the gold prices that we've had on our 20s. These are things you need to pick up and get them now, uh, before the next leg up, because that leg up is it's coming this year. That leg up, this we're not going to have 1800 spot price gold anymore. That's that's going away. Just like we're no longer at 1200, 1500, 1600 spot gold. That's all going away. It's time to get it now. It's it's calm. It's a it's in a calm-ish place right now, isn't it, Joe? Well. And again, calm and the fact that, you know, we really think about it. Eight weeks ago, uh, silver was $18. It's 24. Eight weeks ago, yep. gold was 16.20, right? It's 18, almost 18.70, uh, right now. So, but yes, a little bit of calm, uh, but we are in this stair step. And I think 2023, uh, I, and I've already said this, we're going to see new all time highs in gold. That's my, my belief. And I think we're going to see silver in the 30s. And, and potentially, Jason, you know, maybe upper 30s into the 40s. I don't know. You know, I'm still, you know, 75. But listen, inventories are that low. I mean, uh, it, it, the 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 right turn of events, I guess, right? The 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 right recipe, if you will. You could see silver do something pretty extraordinary. Uh, by the way, too, platinum. Let's not forget platinum. Another good day in the platinum market as well. 800-951-0592. God bless everybody. Uh, Jason and I, we got the short version of the Half Empty Cup coming up next. And then we'll be back on Monday. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.